welcome back. And if you're new, thank you so much for stopping by. I hope that you find this episode valuable. And more importantly, I hope that you'll take the opportunity to subscribe so that you can get a weekly update when a new episode is dropped. So today I want to talk about procrastination. It's something each and every one of us has probably grappled with a time or two or three or whatever in our lives, right? I know even myself, who's highly driven, accomplished uh, coach, counselor, I deal with procrastination myself in my own life. So none of us are exempt from it. But I think that there's some really good things out there that can help us navigate when we're hitting those points in our lives or we're putting things off, right? Here's the good news. After last week's episode, you should have a better understanding of this situation that we're talking about, procrastination, because some of what we talked about last week was that. I just didn't necessarily use the word procrastination, but it was entitled something like if you uh, you know what you're supposed to be doing, but for some reason you're just not doing the thing that you need to do. And again, this is something that we all deal with. You know, I can remember uh, when I used to work in my corporate job, part of that was um, having to file away files after you've worked on the cases or whatever. And man, I love the research. I love the working on the cases. I love working with the people, but oh man, <laughs> I would do just about anything to keep from filing those things away because it just was boring. It wasn't something I liked to do. It was like, bah, who cares about that? But it's still necessary, right? And there's things in our lives that we do that that's relative. That's just one example. So let's jump into this. But before we do, please let me introduce myself. Hi there. My name is Dr. Kelly Ray, and I am a mindset coach counselor, notably known as the Inner Critic Tamer. And I am passionate about helping others just like you and me who have gone through some things that perhaps we don't talk about. We don't want to blast it out on social media. We just know that we want to be better. We want to feel better in our own skin. And we know that ultimately that that's going to impact positively the world around us. I'm obsessed with teaching others how to tame their inner critic, that inner childhood conditioning or that inner critic voice that we have inside of our heads that keeps us stuck, that trips us up, that causes us to doubt ourselves and teach you how to tame that rascal in order to live the vibrant life that you are designed to live. And during this episode, we're going to talk about the types of procrastinators and more importantly, how to avoid being one. Last week I was talking to someone and they were sharing something that they had read about procrastination and how they could see themselves in a couple of the different types, which got me thinking of sharing an episode, especially since last week was kind of on the same subject, that it just felt like it was organically and naturally meant to roll into this week. Last week's episode touched upon it in a way, but I thought it would be of value if we broke down four of the major areas of procrastination, and let's work on those, all right? As always, I want to encourage you to get out pen and paper and, and write these things down because, you know, there's something about that 
pen and paper and us writing that's different than just listening. And I understand you might just be listening because you're working out or you're driving or however you may be hearing this message. But I also want you to take the time to write some of this stuff down that I share with you because it's not enough just to hear it. It's not enough to say, oh yeah, that means a lot and I could really use that in my life and then we never do anything with it because knowledge is power, but if we're doing nothing with the knowledge except acknowledge and like, oh yeah, that's some good stuff, then then what are we doing? You know, your inner critic will just sit and you know, judge you like crazy, like, yeah, 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 so you learn some stuff, but what are you doing with it? And that's the whole point of working on that inner critic, that inner dialogue in our our head that keeps us stuck. That's the point of learning to move past that. As a coach counselor, I work with highly driven, accomplished people. Although Oftentimes, highly driven people don't necessarily see themselves as such because they're always working on the next thing they want to do, experience, or have in their lives. And just in case you're wondering, highly driven, accomplished people procrastinate too. I've heard every excuse under the sun, and I've used many of them myself along the way. Procrastination is a habit. And if you understand how it shows up for you, you can replace it with a better one. I love to teach habit stacking. It's one thing to acknowledge our habits, like maybe you're a smoker and you're like, yeah, it's a bad habit. And sometimes those aren't easily able to be broken. But what we can do is we can stack other good habits on top of habits that you already have to where those kind of eventually replace habits that you're kind of not using as much anymore. Habits are one of the easiest things that we can crack through and move through if we're willing to be consciously aware of the choices that we're making in everyday life. And That's where the hard part is, is because so much we just want to operate on automatic pilot. What's what's the best way I can move away from pain and what's the best way that I can have more fun or pleasure and but not too much pleasure because too much pleasure might lead to pain. So, you know, there's that fine line. But most of us are kind of walking around on autopilot. And so it's not the habit itself that's hard to change. It's being consciously aware of what we're doing and thinking and saying is uh, is the harder part. Like anything, once you have awareness of what you're doing, then we have more effectively, we're more effectively able to change the things in our lives. It's when we have awareness and do nothing about it that we struggle, right? So it can be great. You listen to all these episodes and you're like, yeah, that's really good stuff. Wow, oh, yeah, that that's really helpful. But if I'm not doing a damn thing with it, then it's just listening to stuff to feel good in the second. And I think that you are worthy and deserving a feeling more than just good in a second. I think you're worthy and deserving of feeling good all the time, which means we got to take some action to make that happen. So here's a couple of examples of some highly driven folks who procrastinate. 
I'm just giving out random names. These aren't people that I, uh, names that are associated to somebody I know. So just so you know that. Sarah called in for her weekly accountability call. Now, some of these are my clients that I might be referencing, but they're certainly not their names that I'm giving you right now. Anyway, she calls in and is exhausted and disappointed. Although she got everything that she committed to getting done, she had stayed up all night to do it. Even though this habit worked well for her when she was single and doing work on her own schedule, but now that she's a successful businesswoman and a wife and a mom, she's finding it difficult to do things the way she's always done it. And, and that needed to change for her, right? I mean, how many of you used to cram for exams when you were in college because you just felt like you worked better under pressure, which is fine if that's all you were doing is going to college, but once you get out of college and now you have a job and maybe you have a partner and maybe you end up having kids, the, the surroundings have changed, you have changed, and then trying to use that same old tactic and realizing it doesn't work like it used to, that can be that can be frustrating. So let's talk about the second one I have here for you is Dina. Dina is at the top of her game, accomplished, polished, and an entrepreneur running three different services. While she would never claim the title of procrastinator, she can have a tendency to lean towards shiny object syndrome and struggle with finishing projects without starting a new one. I mean, how exciting is that? And I know I'm guilty of that too. I get bored with stuff and then I just want to move on to the next quick thing because I like that charge that comes with learning new things. However, it doesn't do much for your ego or your inner critic or... <laughs> for your job or other things if you're not completing the projects and tasks that you already have. So how can highly driven and accomplished people still be such procrastinators? Let's be real. We can all fall into this trap, whether you're highly driven or not. What I've learned is that what works for Sarah doesn't necessarily work for Dina. Everyone has a favorite avoidance archetype. The key to defeating delay is figuring out which group you fall into so you can break out of that holding pattern and get what you need done early instead of, you know, beating yourself up because you're lazy, you didn't get it done, all the crap that you tell yourselves, right? So let's talk, let's break these down. And I told you I got four major ones. I'm going to have four major areas that, you know, we can, of course, if we want to chunk it down and bite-sized pieces, we can do that. But let's just start with these, these major ones that we got here. Number one is the performer who says, I work well under pressure. This procrastinator forces themselves to focus by shrinking the time they have to tackle a task. For many who fit in this category, the real reason behind this perfectionism, if you're tight on time, there's no way the task can be done to your unreasonably high standards anyway, right? 
for others, the issue is simply falling back into old patterns and beliefs that we have about our 11th hour saves. No matter what, being in the habit of putting pressure on yourself is not sustainable. Think about doing this every day of your life for a few years, then wondering why we have stress, wondering why we have anxiety, wondering why we have panic attacks, wondering why we can't sleep at night, why we have stomach issues. These are a few good reasons, wouldn't you say? The biggest challenge for this procrastinator is getting started sometimes. And the solution is to flip the script and have a start date. When you focus on when you're going to begin a task and not when you hope it to end or finish, you'll take a tremendous amount of pressure off yourself. The goal is to get started. It's not about perfectionism, even for you that have perfectionism tendencies. I even know that you know perfection is not real. There isn't anything perfect. It doesn't mean you don't put in a good effort. It doesn't mean you don't try your best. But it's when we kind of cross that line into perfectionism that we stall ourselves out sometimes before we even get started. Number two, the self-deprecator who says, I'm so lazy right now. This procrastinator is, quite honestly, the opposite of lazy. So when they don't do something, they are extra hard on themselves. I see this a lot with my mom clients. They tend to blame inaction on laziness or stubbornness rather than admitting they're tired. What they really need is to be more compassionate with themselves. The biggest challenge for this procrastinator is taking a break. We already know you're going to say you don't have time to rest. But I'm going to tell you the solution is recharging your battery. Try taking a walk to give yourself some space and to begin rebuilding your energy. I know for myself personally, one of the things I do is I work out because even after a full day of clinic work, you know, I feel pretty tired and physically I could be tired mentally for sure. But there's something about that commitment that I make to myself to go to the gym and I suddenly feel revived. I suddenly find myself feeling a little bit more awake and recharged. And yes, I don't do it seven days a week. On the weekends, I tend to be a little bit more carefree with my time. Um, and maybe that's spending a little bit more quiet time reading, journaling, that kind of things. But you have to carve this time out for yourself, especially those busy moms, Especially if you're a single mom, I get it. Being a single mom myself, you know, being responsible for financially providing for the family, keeping a roof over your head, making sure your kids get to school, that their projects get done, that you make it to all of their events, and all of that is a lot. But you do have to find time for you in there, which means you've got to be really organized with your time. 
Number three, the overbooker. Huh. Kind of falls into hand with what I was just saying, right? Who says, I'm so busy. This procrastinator is a pro at filling up their calendar and it's often overwhelmed, more than likely overbooked. I'm so busy is probably the excuse I hear most often. Be- next to, I don't have money. And, and I know any of you listening here are not shocked as those are always the two phrases that people use when given an opportunity to do something different or do something new or improve the quality of their lives. I don't have time. I don't have money. But this procrastinator is, interestingly, some of the busiest people I work with. And busy people seem to get a lot of stuff done. But when busyness comes up as an excuse for not doing something, it's usually an indication of avoidance. Rather than facing a challenge head on or admitting they don't want to do something, it's easier to place the blame on having other important things to do. Think of people pleasers. People pleasers will, they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. They don't want to let anybody down. So that's a really good phrase that's often used by them. The biggest challenge for this procrastinator is creating chaos to avoid facing what you know needs to be faced right now. And typically it's not a task. It's more of an emotional thing. Maybe it's a conversation with somebody. Maybe it's taking uncomfortable action in your life. The solution for this procrastinator is Take a moment of introspection and ask yourself, what am I really avoiding? Why? Write it down. There's something about when it becomes very tangibly real is when we write that down and then read it out loud to ourselves when we hear it. It's not enough just to let it roll around in our head because we got all kinds of crap rolling around in our head. But it's speaking life over it out loud and having it in writing that we hear it and see it differently. Number four, the novelty seeker who says, I just had the best idea. This procrastinator has a terminal case of shiny object syndrome. They're constantly coming up with new projects to take on and then getting bored with them a week later. They're intrigued by the latest trend and will be quick to implement but not follow through. This is a great avoider, right? This is the person that wants to start a new healthy eating exercise program and is doing all the search to find the quickest, easiest, fastest way to make it all happen and starts it and then gets bored with it or it doesn't happen as fast as you would like to and then next thing you know, you're bouncing on to something else. And then wondering why you're dissatisfied with your health and your wealth and your physicality because you've never stuck things through long enough to see the evidence of the outcome of it. These are people that are great at making decisions and taking action. However, they end up inadvertently losing a lot of time and burning out because they don't take constant action in one direction long enough to see results. I know I have a number of clients who fit this category. 
we love the shiny object, right? And I mean, with the days of the internet and social media, there's always some shiny object that's being coming across your feed. It's it's so enticing. And then you put special advertising on top of that, and then you got the fear of missing out, that FOMO that happens, and next thing you know, whew, you're down a dark road, wondering how the hell did I get here? The biggest challenge for this procrastinator is completion. And the solution is make it stick, literally, right? down new ideas or projects on a post-it note. Put it on your fridge, put it on your computer, put it somewhere you're going to see it. But don't pursue the next one on that list until you finish what you're currently working on. Otherwise, you just get sidetracked into all kinds of craziness and then get frustrated and upset with yourself later when you end up back at the starting block with not much achieved. I'm keeping this episode really short for you this week because it's in honor of our our veterans. And I know many of you are um, maybe veterans yourself that are listening to this or have family members that are veterans. So please know that I honor you and thank you so much for your service. As we begin to week, wrap up this week's episode, I want to remind you that nothing is wrong with you. You're not broken. You're not hopeless. You're just perhaps not aware that you've created a habit around procrastination. And maybe you do know it, but maybe this is a friendly reminder to kick yourself in gear and get going to put that aside because it's not serving you. It's not, it's not taking you where you want to go. Like any habit, they can be shifted and changed, and a new one can be created and implemented. It merely takes awareness of recognizing when you're doing that behavior or habit that trips you up, stopping it once you realize it, then shifting that behavior or habit. So when we stop it and realize that that's called being conscious, with your thought. That means being present moment, not operating on automatic pilot, but being right there, right then, and seeing, being the observer of what you're doing. As an observer, you have the ability to shift things. Otherwise, you're just in it, just going through the motions. Look, it's like smoking, for example. If you're used to smoking after a meal, you must create a new habit or routine after your meal to train your mind and body to do something to replace that smoking. Will it be easy at first? No. Heck no. But neither was learning to walk, but you successfully have done that and and so much more since those first step and falls that you did when you were younger. Somewhere along the way, we have things happen to us that cause us to doubt ourselves, that cause us to, you know, think that we're no good, think that we don't have confidence in ourselves, cause us to doubt our worth, that I'm here. My goal, my mission with this podcast and with the work I do with my clients in everyday life is to remind you of who you are. 
You are an amazing freaking individual with so much purpose, with so much value that I want you to stop underselling yourself. I want you to stand up, dust yourself off, and start living the vibrant life that you were designed to live. And doggone it, if you need help doing that, keep listening because I'm going to give you ways that you can connect with me and schedule some time with me and we do that because you deserve that. And I want you to know that you deserve that. If you have found this helpful and want more topics like this, then I want you to get in touch with me also and share that with me and I'll see what I can come up for you on those topics. I also encourage you to follow this podcast and share it because we never know who this might just hit at the right time, at the right place that causes them to say, this is it. I need to take this next step of my life because I am worth having different than what I have right now. So the last thing is, is ways to connect with me. I'm on Instagram at Ask Dr. Kelly Ray. Kelly Ray is spelled K-E-L-L-Y-R-A-E. I'm on Facebook at Dr. Kelly Ray B, B as in brown. I'm on TikTok at Dr. Kelly Ray. My website is drkellyray.com and my email is drkellyray at gmail.com. Until next week, please know I send you so much love.